Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. And welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish along with Joe Ranieri on the show as we are on our Friday edition of the program, April 17th, 2020. Thanks so much for all of you watching, recapping some of our top stories of the day. Certainly uh, kind of a sad one. Hopefully everything's okay with Von Miller, but if you missed it, we talked about it earlier in the show. He tested positive for the coronavirus and uh, certainly the country talking about reopening, but a lot still happening. Mm-hmm. In, our, in our world, and yeah. we're going to keep you updated on it for better uh, or for worse, the way that it has to be. But certainly, uh, Joe, that one you know, kind of caught us off guard yesterday, uh, seeing that story, because it really starts to hit home when some of the top players in your sports leagues, you find out, are, are sick with this. Because certainly, although only a small percentage of people are actually passing from the virus, it doesn't, I don't think, diminish the idea that anybody pos- uh, possibly could. Yeah, it's... Um... It, 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 I, I, yeah, it's funny because it, it's um, not funny, but it's odd that we they were the only sport we did not really be able to associate the virus with any one particular player. It was Sean Payne. You know, we had a coach and it was all right, but it didn't. You know, a lot of people were like, well, football players, you know, they just uh, they must really be uh, adhering because we haven't heard. That doesn't mean anything. That just means the NFL is better at uh, deciding uh, when the information gets leaked and when it doesn't. Well, this was uh, uh, his agent, apparently. Yeah. And, um, you know, yeah. he has a statement that he's making uh, today. And again, uh, as we're doing mm-hmm. the show, there's a chance that that statement may have already been released. If so, we apologize for not having that for you. But certainly here on SportsGrid, we'll cover it for you throughout the day. No doubt about that. Uh, also, Joe, our uh, our coverage less than a week away for the NFL draft. How are the preparations going for that? I know you're spearheading a lot of the live coverage for that. Mm, uh, no sleep, um, panic attacks, um, walls closing in, a lot of coffee. It's going fantastic. We are ready to rock and roll. I think it's uh, no, it's going to be great. I mean, we're really looking forward to it. A lot of all of these. Um, types of productions uh, when it comes to drafts and things along those lines and the live nature and the, you know, scrambling. Um, it's amazing the technology and and the, it's about all the work that goes into it, Craig, you know, prior to it. The actual night of the draft is maybe the easiest thing, uh, but it's everything that we do leading up to it, getting ready, getting the players ready, the stack, getting everything ready to go uh, for Thursday. And much like, listen, these teams have been doing this now. Uh, I mean, the Dolphins, for instance, I mean, as much as they don't want to give us anything, we do know they've been talking to Herbert on Zoom or Skype, or they've been video talking to him. We didn't know that, but we assumed it. But now apparently it's uh, it's been confirmed that Dolphins have been uh, doing their homework on everybody, as all the teams are and networks. It's no different. You got to do your homework because... The night of the draft is maybe the easiest for everybody. And what's my plan? What, what do you got me doing that night? Any oh, idea yet? I got you putting a list together that we will oh, eventually All the just, birthdays of all the drafts. Right, and we'll just tear it apart on air when we go in there and let you know all the people that you might have missed. So Listen, it's, uh, I'll, I'll it's do the go. iconic stadiums that the players played in. You all right, let me, me ask you this. What is, the, what is the one conference in college football that at the end of the night – 
the end of the draft, will walk okay. away with the most NFL players. Isn't it always the SEC? You damn straight it is, guys. Look at it. Look at this. From 2007 to 2019, it has been SEC with the most players drafted by conference. So, Wait, just, when, how far does that go back? I'm sorry. 2007. 2007. Yeah, yeah I, I think that I, I would guess that Joe, the year that Miami had all those kids, that would have been the there was yeah. yeah yeah 2000 2001 around that time. 2012, Big 12. You know, had a couple of years back there at a Pac-12, but I mean the SEC has just been absolutely. If you yeah. want to go to the NFL, what's your That's easiest? The plan. That's definitely the plan. Well, keep me no. updated on that for next week. Yes. So. Oh, you're in anyway, so we'll, be, we'll be calling you. No, you ain't going to go. So we're calling you. Don't worry. You're going to be on. The, the draft is when everyone pretends to be an expert, like they watch college football all year long. Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I can't even argue with that. Yeah. Wedding on those games Saturday. Everybody's Mel Kuyper. Nobody wants to be Mel Kuyper until, like, next Thursday. Everybody wants to be Mel Kuyper. Everyone wants to. I watch probably – look, I watch a lot of – NFL because of the betting and fantasy. Mm -hmm. If there was no betting and fantasy, I, I wouldn't even watch the NFL. Co I love I college football. You can put it on at nine in the morning. I'll watch it all the way until three. In the I'm morning. with you. Yeah, I'm with you. NFL is like a drag sometimes for me. I know. I listen. I know a lot of people love it, but for me, college football, those wacky endings to those games is just so much fun. It's a oh. uh, different world. Like Saturdays is one party. Sundays is like you go to some part. Like college football in the Northeast is not. Oh, they! I know they don't even care. It's amazing. I don't. Sundays are everything. All. Yeah, you go to it's like true. Dallas. For me, it's always it's always Saturdays. It's oh yeah. The problem is my wife is like because she knows that Sunday I usually watch from the beginning to the end. If I don't have any interest, like if there's no gambling or fantasy on us on the Sunday night game, right. I could, well, I don't even have to watch that. Yeah, but you're but, an SEC guy, so I mean you're Saturday you're a UF. Yeah, you're Saturday a UF guy. Yeah, there's no way around games. that for you. It's in your so, blood. And, and the problem is, is that those games, like I usually will, the, the wife and I usually have a Saturday night dinner. Like, okay. like we'll go out. Like that's the thing. And now it's like, she's like, when do you want to go out? And normally it's, you know, seven o'clock. We have kids. So like we're leaving the house and it's like the fourth quarter every time of some game. And I'm like, yeah, well, we'll go in a minute. You know, I'm looking at my phone. I'm like, watch the TV. SEC game. Exactly. It's a point, yeah, the late saying, game. Yeah. Like, the SEC game's yep. like five hours now brutal. on Saturday. <laughs> Absolutely brutal. Yep. That happened. What, and what is it going to be like this fall with the SEC, the Masters, you know the I, oh boy. I'll leave it in the house. No, you better get some dinners I'm in a, ahead I'm of time, man. I'm going to have SEC quarantine. That's correct. On, on Saturday. <laughs> Never heard of it. Tell, tell people about it now. That's Just telling you. Yep, it's coming. Okay, so the draft is next week. Mm -hmm. And, of course, there's, you know, listen, a lot of people talk, like talking about the best players in the history of the draft. And I'm sure that we're going to have a lot of coverage on that next week. But I thought mm -hmm. we would get the ball rolling a little bit with some of the worst players. Ooh, is this another list? History of the uh, draft. That's what it is, yeah. Craig's list of players that I forgot. Yeah, let me get my pen ready. So we are ready here. I, I got, uh, yeah, yeah, we're going to get a little telestrator now, going now, here. I'll tell you, I couldn't put Kajana Carter on here because I know him Ooh. personally and I felt really bad. So I didn't. No, that's him. like shooting fish in a barrel. You don't want to do that anyway. I don't want to. No. He's actually like, a nice guy. He's, he's actually so a, nice. Yeah. He's in South Florida. Yeah. I'm not doing it. Very I'm nice guy. Nope. Oh, plus so that, Penn State that just guy, shows no? you what kind of a great host I am. I'm, I can be biased by friendship. Love that. Yes. And be bought. Mm -hmm. Can't All right, wait to, so can't wait to see this list. Let's <laughs> see what we got here. All right, here we go. So, uh, you know, some people have removed Ryan Lee from the worst all time. I don't know okay. how you can. I mean, he, I mean, he, look, he was, I mean, that was a NFL altering moment. Yes. 
when Ryan Leaf was mm-hmm. taken there. Like it was, I mean, it was Peyton Manning and Ryan Leaf back to back. Like that was, yep. I mean, what would have happened had this been reversed? I mean, I, the ramifications, you could go through them and certainly Tom Brady's the one that comes to mind and even Patrick Mahomes, but this was really the first, to me, super duper bust, you know? And, and for some reason, I kept thinking eventually that Leaf was going to get it. And I kept thinking that it was all going to work out. But, right. Joe, I, I just don't even think that there's a debate here. I went through a lot of other lists of, of other people. They had different guys at number one. I, I had to put Leaf there at the top. It's It goes without saying. I think, And the poor guy, and actually, I mean, he's it, a lot of he's, hard times. He's done well now recently he's, with his I, career and I'm his life. I'm so happy for the guy, man. The guy lives with that stigma every day, and it's um, – you know, his father was a bit of a mm, uh, lunatic, kind of pushing him left and right. And it's just, uh, it came crashing down, hit rock bottom. But I love when he talks college football. Like, I love him on ESPN. I had a chance to uh, watch him a whole bunch this past season. Very knowledgeable guy, and I, I, I could not be happier for him. I do, too. I like yeah. him a lot. And I root and for I, guys like that. Yeah, I got no and, problem. And honestly, I, I thought that even in his second and third year, mm-hmm. I thought it was going to turn around. I just couldn't believe because yep. at the time, I got to tell you, I watched a lot of Peyton Manning in college. I thought mm-hmm. he'd be a really good quarterback, too. Yes. But they kept saying something that was really true about Peyton Manning. Oh, he's got these happy feet. He's always tapping around. And, and I saw that. And remember, Florida beat Tennessee four years in a row with Peyton yep. Manning there. And I'm like, ah, you know, I mean, I'm sure he'll be great, but man, Ryan Leaf's going to be great too. I was right on board thinking Leaf was going to be good. So even it, though he was, it, a it wasn't for a lack of talent. Him. I mean, he just landed in the world. You know, some guys just aren't ready for that that jump. And I think it wasn't a matter of talent. I think it was everything else that comes with being that number one with that kind of whole, uh, you know, high profile. That was it. Some guys just aren't ready. And he definitely was. Yep. All right, so he's at the top. Oh, uh, we got guy. the picture there of Jamarcus Russell. I mean, come on. I mean, you, you could have put him one, and nobody would have had a beef with that Look at either. That gut. He That's just a, didn't care. That man. was he, like year one. Didn't care. <laughs> Seriously, like like this, like there was this was a difference here between Leaf and Russell. I I, yes. I thought immediately. Look, I didn't think Russell would be a bust. Yes. Because I saw him play too in college, a lot at LSU. But once it, once you saw him play in the NFL, I, I think you knew almost immediately that the Raiders made a horrendous, yes. horrendous decision. And truthfully, Russell was was in a situation where he was only good for like a year and a half at LSU. It was a little bit risky at the time, but this dude. Yeah, the SEC wasn't what it is now. No, then you know what I mean. So yeah. he looked like a man among boys. He was huge. You know what I mean. He had a rocket arm. He was doing all these things, and people got enamored with that around yeah. that time. And um, the ra- and this was also during the time I think Bradford was the year after this, and then they stopped paying. The, that kind of money for rookies. And they changed the rule. Yeah, yeah, they changed the rule because because this guy was just fleeced fleece the Davis family. Ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Bradford was the last guy to get that yep. kind of money. And it, look, Bradford yep. didn't have a great career, but he did win some games in the NFL. Yes. Yeah. He was, yeah. Well, he's no Jed Lowry, but you know. No, uh, yeah, right. Well, play. nobody is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good point. Uh, Achilles Smith uh, was another very high draft pick. Cincinnati Bengals. Everyone thought he was going to be a star. He was actually on a lot of the teams with Kajana Carter. They got drafted back to back. Uh, Killy Smith's career never really got off the ground. That's pretty pretty good college player, though, man. Really good. Yeah, I mean, really, really good. Really good. And that's the yeah. other thing. Some of these guys just 
that are it's okay. I mean, there's no shame in I being agree. a great college player. It doesn't have to translate into the NFL. Yeah, no, I agree completely. Yeah. Uh, Tim Tebow fans never got that. Like, it's okay. You were a great college player. Doesn't mean you have to be a baseball player. Yeah, by the time Tebow got drafted, the teams got smarter at that point. That's right. And that's kind of what happened here. Yeah. Um, Lawrence Phillips. Oh, God, poor guy. This was such a terrible story. No, I mean, it really, I, this this guy just, everywhere he turned, he, um, nightmare. It, it was a nightmare. It really was. And uh, maybe one of the all-time great talents that couldn't be, uh, that wasn't. I mean, he was a bust, but not again, not because of talent, man. Uh, Lawrence Phillips was, wow, is he good. And I think it was, um, who was the, uh, the Rams coach there? Um, really went out of Real? his way. Um, Vic Vermeil? Vermeil. Vermeil really went out of his way for him, man, and really, you know, tried to do, protect him from himself, and it just, it, it never worked out, man. So it's, um, he was, without a doubt, and guys will tell you even today, especially in Nebraska, I mean, is you know, he, he had one a of lot the best of issues in Nebraska, best. too. Oh, and Tom Osborne covered for his ass the whole time, yeah. but that was just, uh, that was a generation, an era where you could get away, but... He had a terrible upbringing. It was just all, the whole story is awful, but man, could he run? <laughs> what a running back he could have been. You think Bo Jackson was good? What he could have been was ridiculous, Lawrence Phillips. Not like Trent Richardson, who just sucked. It just. Uh, so I took a John Carter out and I put Trent Richardson in. There. I don't blame you, but Trent Richardson got abused by one Nick Saban. Trent Richardson had one good year with the Browns, right? Yep. Yep, that was ter- what? No, he got traded. Was it year two? Oh, the Colts was it? The Colts, yeah. No, he got traded. Yeah, the Colts. Then they tra- then they traded him to the Browns. But he only played there like a year, and they're like, yeah, oh yeah, this yeah. is. Uh, and he was an XFL guy, right? That's it. Yeah, and or was he an AAF guy? He was AAF. an AAF. He was guy. AAF guy, yes, as well. Yep, AAF. Trent Richardson. They have videos of this guy like showing yep. like the hole right here, and then him running the other way. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Now there are some guys um, not on this list. Of course, I yes, always. I'm just saying, not that it's a bad list, but I would have included a uh, Brian Bosworth um, opportunity there. Yes, yes. Yeah. I think Andre Ware uh, probably should have been somewhere on that list in the early yeah. '90s. Um, that probably would have gone. Uh, yeah. You like Kajana, so I wasn't going to make fun not of him, it. and uh, we kind of made fun of Tim Coucher. How about Joey Harrington? Yeah, yeah, although Joey Harrington played in a few years with the Lions and wasn't terrible. He was the number one, though, was he not? I think no. he was the first. No, no he was not. No. Was Charles Rogers the number one? He was the number two. Two, that's right. Yeah, he was another one. That was that string of, you know, Matt M- Millen. Like, what, are you, what are you doing there, man? My word. Yeah, and Charles I gotta Rogers tell you, was, a, was a, that's probably one that we could have used. Vince Young. Kind you of know, Vince Young, it's, it's true. You got you know? Vince Young on there, but I got to yep. tell you, I would be wrong about him, too. After that first year, he looked unstoppable. He was just running, getting the ball, throwing touchdowns, and then second year. Think about that. The two guys responsible for giving us the best college football national championship game in the history. All right? And we've had some great ones. Yeah. And both turned out to be absolutely awful NFL players. Leinert and, uh, Leinert and, and Vince absolutely. Young just bleh. Yeah, 
Not good. Listen, I mean, look, there are some people that don't think Reggie Bush had the career that he was supposed to have. Well, he got Kardashian, so that's, you know, it wasn't really his fault. Yeah, uh, yeah, he got Kardashian, you know, that guy. What about Manziel? Are we going to throw him on a list? He's a a bust not all time, but he's a bust because he wasn't taking his high. Uh, That's true. What was he, 10? He was top Um, 10. Yeah, I think he was number 10. Yeah, he was number 10. But again, just hype versus um, reality, shall we say. Not there. Aaron Golston? Ooh, Jets, baby. Yes. Yeah. And then was it the Dolphins, wasn't he? I think he showed up at the Dolphins there for a little while. They have. He was about as useless then as he was with the Jets. So no harm, no foul. Yeah, the, the Browns seem to have, the Browns and Lions really seem to have a lot of these. Yes. Yeah. Parcells liked him. But I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Do you Maybe think that Mitch Trubisky is going to end up on a list like this? Gonna have to. Uh, if he has, if he Probably. if he loses it, then fall he is. I mean, think about what they gave up to get him. Mitch Trubisky is probably going to end up on one of these lists. RG three? How did you not have RG three up here? Yeah, that's a good one too. Oh, he had one good year. <laughs> yeah, and then they blame like, Shanahan a, but our, for our killing list, him. Our, our yeah. list is honestly of guys yeah. who had nothing. Going that's true. Him. That's a good point. Yeah, like nothing. They never nope. were anything from start to finish. Good point. I think that that's yeah. That's probably it. Yeah, but it was Shanahan's yeah. fault. I just want to do a whole show of Browns and Lions busts. Oh. We could do that. Probably yeah, that list is long. And <laughs> wouldn't you know, what a great segue, because coming up next, we're going to go through our iconic stadiums, and we're going to do one college, one pro, and a couple of names are actually on the list Okay. from college and pro, because we're going to do... Um, I don't. I don't want to ruin it. So let's right. do this. It's right. just you know I gotta you know get you guys to keep watching, watching through the commercials. So. Said too much already. That's it. So let's mm-hmm. do this. We'll take a brief timeout on fantasy mm-hmm. sports today. We'll be back with two of our iconic stadiums and the players that played in them. You're watching fantasy sports today right here on Sports Grid. Craig Mish and Joe Ranieri. We're back in just a couple of minutes right here on Sports Grid and SportsGrid.com. Don't go away. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. And welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish along with Joe Ranieri with you here on the show. And uh, you would think that we're doing our stadium tour. And I thought mm. that, you know, we have missed the reigning college football national champions. And uh, I don't know what's, you know, we, we probably should have known that with the LSU Tigers winning the college football national championship, that this had to be also the year of Tiger King. Right. Good point. Yep. Like it, it just had to be this way. So it's tiger does make year. some sense. Yep. Absolutely. It does, does make some sense. I would wonder if if the uh, guys from Tiger King will end up being at LSU Tigers games. It's a good a lot of mullets. It could very well be. Could very well be. Yep. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. Have you ch- did you check out that that post show yet or? It's uh, this weekend. I will be locking myself away and getting it done for sure. Okay. Yes. yes. We will be talking about this on Monday. 
Don't want to ruin it for you. Correct, exactly. A lot more tattoos. Oof. A lot, lot more teeth. Oh, really? Oh, yes. that's a good sign. Teeth oh. improvements all over the place. Love that. Good dental plan. Tooth improvement? Tooth improvement? I don't know if I said that right. Okay, well, let's move on to things I know about, or sort of know about, which is iconic stadiums in college Woo! and pro sports and the players that played in those stadiums. Now, the NFL one I don't think is all that iconic, but I think that everybody knows it from history, so we're going to go there. It's, like, debatable, but college, there's no doubt. We're going to start off today with... Uh, Isn't it, is it still standing? Isn't it still standing, if I'm not mistaken? With the Pontiac Silverdome? Yeah, right? No, it's, demolished oh they did because it had been it had remained up for a while and uh i know there was a lot of talk in detroit like when are you going to knock this thing down like people were living in it and everything else along those lines so but uh people were living in the silver yeah they were living in yeah a lot of uh homeless people people had just crashed and uh because it remained i mean it it closed in 2001 It, it remained open for years not open but it just remained there for years yeah, I think stadiums sometimes do. So anyway, it's look, this is I don't know if you would call it an iconic stadium, but it was it was at the time where domes were a really big deal when it opened up in mm-hmm. 1975 and it closed in 2001. And I think that people forget, although we're not going to go through Pistons players here, the Pistons did play in the Pontiac Silverdome for 10 years. I don't mm-hmm. think that people realize that from 1978 to 1988 and of course, the home of the Detroit Lions, and unfortunately, Joe, we got to throw some shade there because the amount of Super Bowl championships the Detroit Lions have had has been zero. How many? Yeah, that would be zero. zero. Have, wow. they been to, have they even been to the NFC Championship? No, they were a game short, I think, with Wayne Fonts and uh, and and Barry. Uh, I think they had only made the playoffs uh, once. I don't even remember them getting to, to the semifinals. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was just once they had uh, made it to. But, yeah, no, not, uh, not very good at all. No. Yep. It's been a long, long time. Oh, by the way, just so you can, uh, just so you see here, this was 2017, by oh, the way. Oh, there you go. Okay. 2007. So that thing remained open from 2000. And where's the where's the top of the dome? Yeah, exactly. They had finally taken it off, and they actually blew it up back in 2017, which is kind of crazy. Okay. But yeah, oh, yeah, you're right. 2001 is oh. 16 years. It stayed there. It's crazy. Doing nothing. Yeah, <laughs> snowing in it. It was just a mess. Absolute mess. Interestingly enough, so no Super Bowl championships. Yep. Do you think, Joe, in our lifetime, we'll see the Lions win a Super Bowl? Well, we saw it have the best running back of all time, right? As far as I'm concerned, anyway. Um, It did have its moments. Uh, They win a Super Bowl. How about will they get to a Super Bowl in our lifetime? No. Do you think that the Browns or the Lions, who has a better shot eventually one day winning a Super Bowl? Browns. I think the Browns. I've done the Browns. Yeah, the problem is Detroit is just a um, philosophically they can't get the cut. Nothing, everything they touch turns to Brown. Uh, it really does. The Browns at least have some players. I got some confidence here that they they at least I think it's easier coming from the AFC if anybody was going to do it, especially now that Tom Brady is uh, moving on. But I, to me, the NFC is just a juggernaut. It's going to be like that for a long time. 
All right, iconic players in the history of the Pontiac Silverdome. Mm. So this is over the period of time that that, that Joe showed you was alive there. Those two um, guys are just crazy. That top two were so good. Yeah, the Barry Sanders, <laughs> yeah. of course. Uh, Herman Moore, mm -hmm. now probably considered the second best receiver in all, of all time because yep. Calvin Johnson, I think, probably goes at number one. But remember, Calvin Johnson's not on this list because Calvin Johnson played at Ford Field, yep. not at the Pontiac Silverdome. Lobus Brown, great offensive lineman for a million years in the yep. NFL. Kevin Glover was the center for the Lions, be uh, blocking for Barry Sanders for a dozen years, too. Yep. And then although Billy Sims didn't have a long NFL career, and he was very clearly much better in college winning the Heisman Trophy than he was in the NFL, he still was an all-pro rusher and yep. played for the Lions for five years at yep. running back. And so I know this isn't a scintillating list of great players, but I think it just goes to show, Joe, that in the period of time that the Lions played, Mm -hmm. And the period of time that the Cleveland Browns have played, I know it's tough for teams to win championships, but it really drives the point home. Mm -hmm. You really have to be so bad as a franchise in in 50 years to not yep. even sniff a championship. Like, you're just doing it wrong. Like, like even the Cubs won a championship, and the Red Sox yep. won, and the Indians were outs away from the World Series, and the Packers turned themselves around and ended up winning Super Bowl championships. I mean... Carolina Panthers got to the to the Super Bowl. Jacksonville got themselves into the AFC Championship. Man, it must be so hard to be fans of the Detroit Lions. Really? It's, you know, they, they had the opportunity with, when you have Barry Sanders in your lineup there, they had, uh, and I listen, I liked Wayne Fonts. I thought he was a, uh, I thought he was a well, good coach. He's not why they retired. It was Ross, right? Bobby yeah. Ross. It was Bobby Ross, but don't forget, then you had, um, um, Scott Mitchell was the quarterback. It, yes, it, it yeah. just, it just, they could not put it together. If it wasn't one side, it was the other. Like when they had the offense going, it couldn't get the defense going, and vice versa. There is one guy, uh, shockingly enough, that you missed here on this list. Okay, who do you got? I'm gonna go Chris Spielman uh, on Spielman this list. Spielman, I have as the honorable mention. You do, okay? Because there's not many other, but Spielman was he there? In, he, was, so, he was there. He yeah. was. Now yeah, Calvin was. wasn't. Calvin Johnson was in the new stadium. New stadium, right? Okay. So, but I, all right. So Spielman was there towards the end. So yeah, he's the only other guy I think that uh, I would throw on that list. Yeah, the they, they have two Hall of Famers that played in that era that mm -hmm. at the very beginning that people probably don't remember. Uh, I know these guys because I've been to a lot of these NFL alumni events. Right. But, uh, Lem Barney was a defensive back, and he's okay. in the, he's in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And Charlie Sanders, Sanders. was a tight end for them for many years in the 70s and uh, and 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 also was in the Hall of Fame too mm -hmm. but you know again they played on really bad Lions right. teams and they yep. don't get a lot of attention but they actually are two uh, guys in the Pro Football Hall of Fame Hall of Fame yeah um, they'll never get Ronnie Morton is another name of a player that yes. played at wide receiver yep. in that era where you we, we talked about uh, Mitchell Joey Harrington was the quarterback there not that he's an iconic player but uh, to to bring yep. up uh, you know Eric Kramer was their quarterback for a couple of years too uh, and then they had the best kick returner in the NFL for five years, Mel Gray. That's right. At wide, at wide receiver slash running back and kick yep. returner. He was another one that we could have brought up. And they mm -hmm. also had the best kicker for 10 years in Jason Hansen. That's correct. Oh, forever. Forever he was so it, uh, around. Yeah. Yep. So, so if just for people who are watching, if we did add the Ford Field element to it, sadly enough, there would only be two names, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. It would only be Stafford. Yep. And... Um, and I think that you probably would just 
add Calvin Johnson to that, and that would be it. That's it. Yep. That's all you were going to have on it, too. But Lomas Brown, too, was around for, what, 3,000 years? Uh, I remember him with the Cardinals. Uh, he seems yeah, like he, he was, was around. Really he yeah. was with them, too. And he blocks for Barry, so can't be that bad. Yeah, no, you got to put him in there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they had good. Billy Sims, great college career, too, as well. Yeah. All right. Let's get to uh, – we're running out of time, ironically, here on the show. Let's oh, get wow. To, yeah, we're, we're just breezing by. Let's get to uh, college football here, and we All talk right. about the Tiger King here. Boom! So we got, yeah, LSU Tigers opened up in 1924, home of the LSU Tigers, college football championships. It was three until last year, and, uh, and then it became four. And there were people, Joe, that basically say – that Saturday night in Death Valley at LSU is the hardest place to play in all of college football on Saturday night. And really, the numbers back that up. I think they're like 58-1 and one or something like that. Yep. And, uh, and, and almost just as good against the spread. Yeah. No, there's nothing not to, uh, not to be impressed about. 1924, guys, it's been around forever. They've built themselves into a powerhouse. And uh, to do it when Saban was there and left... Uh, to do it, of course, where Les Miles had an opportunity yes. to do it, but wasn't yes. able to get the job done. Uh, and then, of course, uh, you know, uh, here we are with uh, Ed Orgeron uh, to do it. They have been around a long, long time. I never thought time. Ed Orgeron would be this good, Joe. I never. Plus, I a lot think, of people think like, he should be the USC head coach, but that's a different story. Well, I mean, yeah. he was almost let go by LSU. I mean, it was kind of close. Yep, yep. Yeah, he spe- I, he is LSU. It's per- it's a perfect oh no doubt fit. he's yep. earned his stripes there forever. Yep, perfect fit. I don't and, even know how many guys you're gonna have on this list. Um, you know, not as many as you would think. Mm. Not as many as you would think. Maybe I left some out. For your, for no, your I'm part, sure you part, did. Part. I'm just wondering because there's gonna be a okay <laughs> SEC, so, um, NFL, SEC. There are gonna be a few people well, the on last this list. Few years, of right? So outstanding. So uh, we'll start off with Billy Cannon. A oh. lot of people don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, uh, Joe, I, I'm not that familiar with Billy Cannon. He played in the 50s. He won the Heisman Trophy. I got to put him on here. Uh, did he really? Okay. Yes. No, nope, no, nope, The Heisman right. Trophy winner at LSU, a running back there. Yep. And Love so that. if I'm going to – listen, I know that anybody who knows who Billy Cannon is probably can't even open up a phone and watch this show. Good point. But, I mean, if I'm doing it, I got to mm-hmm. do it the right way. Good point. Good point. Never heard of the guy, but yep. he's, he won a Heisman. How do yep. I not include him? Never heard Glenn, of him. Glenn Dorsey, at the time he was taken, wow. was probably the most dominant nose tackle mm-hmm. in the NFL. Now, I would not say that he had an overly successful NFL career. No. He's probably okay on the okay side, but he was a great college football player and a college football Hall of Famer. By That's the way. correct. Yep. So, got to be there. Uh, Kevin Falk was an absolute wow. monster at LSU, played there, I believe, four years, mm-hmm. and ended up having a good career in the NFL with the Patriots, and some people feel he should be in the College Football Hall of Fame. I believe he was very short on votes yes. this year, so he's going to end up, I think, being in the College Football Hall of Fame next year. Uh, then we move on to the modern era. We got Patrick Peterson, who a lot of people regarded as the best cornerback in the draft when he came out. And was drafted by Arizona, still playing at a high level there, played at a high level at LSU. And then now that Joe Burrow has won himself a college football championship, I think he's got to be here. I mean, maybe it's recency bias, but he and rounds was, out my top five. Yeah, well, we got one of the uh, all-time greatest uh, seasons ever for a quarterback. But, I mean, the list is just, you can go. So who else do you got then? Uh, well, I'll tell you who I got and then go ahead. as my honorable mentions, and then go you'll ahead. tell me who I missed. I got Booger McFarland. Okay. I got Tyron Matthew. Good. Bonnie Badger, yep. 
listen, Leonard Fournette would have been on here, but he only played. I mean, how many games the guy even played at LSU? Is like he didn't want to right. play half the time. He was hurt half the time, right? Good point. Yep, that's very true. Yep. And I have Burt Jones, quarterback at LSU. Wow, I'll trade you Burt Jones for Zach Mettenberger. Uh, and I will also go. But I don't think I don't think he belongs on like. No, I was totally joking. I don't oh, okay, want to bring okay. up his name. Um, but I got to go, Alan Fanica. Um, That's a good name. Yep. I got to go, okay. Alan Fanica for being in there. I got to go, Kevin Mawai. He was another LSU Tiger. He was better NFL player than college, though. Yes. He's- um, better, I think. Yeah, I, that's a good point. Yep, that's a good point there. Which is rare, by the way. Yes. Yeah, no, it's a very, uh, it's uh, Kyle Williams played forever uh, with Buffalo, too. He was, a, he was a good one. And then you still got, I mean, uh, some of the guys that are even in the league right now. I think Lyle Collins was a uh, LSU guy. Remember, um, what was his name? Uh, the dude had, like, the biggest, like, the biggest biceps ever. Um LaRon Landry, I think his name was, or Landry, I think it was. The guy was yeah, just a total freak. Yes, the guy was a total freak over there. Um, uh, they had they had so many guys. Dwayne Bowe, remember him? Dwayne Bowe lives, yeah. uh, his kids go to my school. Here. Do they really? Yes. Oh, wow, very Not nice. Florida. Yep, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, they just, they had some guys that were just uh, great. Not necessarily great NFL players in the sure. NFL, but certainly great uh, you know what? It college. seems like that's the common thread with LSU yeah. a little bit here is, that, is right. that they've had so many great players, but not all of them worked out. That's the uh, problem in the, in the NFL. Yep, that's Maybe the that problem. The so, so what about the the coach? Who's, who ends up being the most iconic LSU football coach of all time? Is it ends up being Saban, Les Miles, or this guy at Orgeron? Les won a lot of games there, man. Les went head to head with uh, strange with ending. Yeah, very weird ending. I uh, went head to head with him, so. Uh, but it became a what have you done for me lately. I got to believe, you know, it was uh, it was Saban that put him on top. But I think everyone's going to associate him with Alabama from here for on sure. out. So I sure. think uh, Ed yeah. Ogeron's got the shot of absolutely being uh, Mr. LSU. Yeah, but yeah, Les won a lot of games there. No, he did. Yep. Les Miles eating the grass, right? Like that. Was uh, the- that's correct. Yep. And now he's in Kansas. They had, Kansas was pretty competitive this year mm-hmm. for a while, for a few games, right? They, yeah, they it's played, his first year. Did they have a really big win, Kansas, this year? Over they came back against BC or somebody. They came back yeah. in a game yeah. that they should. Yeah, listen, he's, uh, you know, Kansas will be much better than they've been in a long, long After. time with him there. Yeah. So, no, I got no doubt about that. We will not do Kansas's football iconic stadium. That That will not happen. There's, there's yeah, not no. a lot of history in the last. No, nope, nope, nope. Not a lot, a lot there. No. All right, well, uh, coming up next, it's the uh, moment that everyone waits for every week oh, here no. on the show on Friday as we check in with Gray Albright. Oh, from, no. Oh. Jeff Gray is back from Razzle. This is Parsnips, I wonder. We'll have to check it He's out. doing all right. Huh? He's going to check in. We, You know, mm-hmm. yesterday on the show, we talked about some of the best and worst sequels of movies. Yes, so yes. Gray of the, in the industry is going to discuss those and we'll also have the latest in major league baseball and mm-hmm. maybe how Razball is attacking that and how they kind of determine the season will be moving forward how they have done their rankings as mm-hmm. of course people here are here on fantasy sports today as well and uh, also don't forget as we've talked about throughout the show all next week long we're going to have our nfl draft preview so those of you who are accessing our show live or if you're watching it Somewhere on, let's mm-hmm. say, Zumo TV, Pluto TV, or Stir, one of the live different apps that we talk about all the time here. That's cool. But don't forget, over on YouTube, mm-hmm. we have previews of every single team and what they may be attacking in the NFL draft. And all those videos are right there for you to yep. see over on YouTube. And just subscribe to SportsGrid. 
and click on notifications. And every time a new video gets posted, we will have that for you as well. So don't go anywhere. Gray Albright from Razball joins us next. And of course, we continue our Friday show right here on Fantasy Sports Today in just a couple of minutes. Don't go away. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. And welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish along with Joe Ranieri with you here on the show as we bring in Ray Albright of Razball and Razball.com. Always curious to see what in the world is Gray up to this week. Is it a new hat, a new pair of glasses? This pandemic has certainly taken its toll on the king of Razball. Gray, thanks for coming on the show. How are you? Uh, I'm I'm good. Uh, can I uh, can I talk about the glasses for a uh, brief second? You got three minutes and eight seconds. Wow. Okay. We are well, not short on time. Hey, yeah. could you count? Could you count me in? <laughs> All right, uh, go. Two, <laughs> All right. So I uh, I was in Europe uh, this past uh, December January. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, say this past month, I dare you. I double <laughs> dare you. Yeah, yeah, yeah this, uh, this past week. I, uh, no, so anyway, so I was in Europe, and um, my wife was buying all kinds of nonsense, spending all kinds of money. So I was like, I'm going to spend money. I mean, so I was like, so she's like, well, what are you going to spend money on? You don't buy anything for yourself ever, which is true. But I was like, ah, <laughs> this time I am going to spend money. And I'm buying these glasses, and I never really wanted to wear them, but they were so expensive. Now I I own a pair of Spike glasses, basically. Oh, I, I saw that show. That's <laughs> yeah. that nice. I am wearing these glasses simply because she was buying a lot of stuff, and now I have glasses that I used to wear contacts every day, but now I'm like. Oh, no. I was gonna say, do you really need them, or are they just for good looks? They're total. They're cosmetics only, of course. And what about the hat? What happened to the hat? I know my hat was a. uh, That was actually was my wife's hat. She just bought it, and she never wore it, and it was so expensive. See, I'm actually very thrifty, so I was like, "If you're not gonna wear the hat, I'm gonna wear it because someone's wearing that stupid hat you bought." (laughs) We did like the worst sequels of all Mm -hmm. time in movies. I didn't. I didn't want to prep you for it because I didn't know, like, if you if you, you really want, had a strong opinion on it. You didn't, want to, you didn't want to give me a heads up about what we might be talking about. No, so I, I wanted to like throw it out at you. You're much. You're much better when I tell you nothing before. The show. I uh, yeah no. Let me see. So the worst sequels of all time. Yeah, like what would you think the worst sequel of all time is? I can give you a couple. A couple of mine. I uh, yeah no. I mean. There's so many. I mean, all right, let me let me put them up there for you. So here's an idea of what his worst were of all time. There. So if you can see that, honestly, don't even think I've su- I saw like any maybe. of those. Yeah, I, <laughs> I thought a couple of them were fake. I didn't really believe a couple. Of them. 
they did an Anchorman too? Like what? Zoolander too. Oh, I love it. Trash uh, yeah. you there, Mish. He's trashing you. Listen, you know, I mean, Gray's a very accomplished writer, and I thought you, know, yeah. you would have an opinion on that. No, I, I feel like there isn't, uh, there's actually much better, what is the best sequels versus the worst Okay, so we, we did that too, but don't show him. No, 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 don't show him. You're giving it away. Oh, yeah. He's going to hate all of you. He hasn't seen these no. either. At first, like, what? <laughs> That's the best one of all time. <laughs> <laughs> was, was that a movie or what? What was that? I don't remember that. I, uh, yeah, no. I, let me see. I actually never really got into action movies at all. No. I, uh, Most I, comedy? No, I, yeah, no, 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 no. Like, drama. Like, I, uh, beaches or like, what are you? <laughs> yeah, no, I, no, I. I write comedy, but I don't really watch it because oh. I don't. I feel like I see things coming more with that. Where I actually, I don't really see. I don't see that many dramas either. To be totally honest, <laughs> yeah, this is going I, very I, well. I'm like Sophie's Choice. Uh, like, what are you no, doing here? We get the uh, we get the screeners. Like, uh, I know that's why I bring it up because all the movies you say, hey, I'm going to see this. What do you guys think? Yeah, you know? yeah no, exactly. So uh, we see the screeners, but. Uh, by nature of that, it's like they only send you good movies. So I don't see like, I and I'm like, you know, when people are like, oh my God, did you see like it too? I'm like, I didn't see it one. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> What's your go-to movie, man? I mean, if you if it was on, you'd have to stop and watch it. You've had to watch some movies during yeah, the whole time. You know what actually was interesting? Nah, it's, I don't know. I uh, I saw Richard Jewell this past weekend. Did you guys okay. see that? I know, I know it exists. I have not seen Great it. Movie. Okay. Okay. Great so movie. Great Anyways, we, uh, so we, we sat down to watch this. I didn't realize what a raw deal this guy oh, got. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he got so – and you know what? That dude who played him looks just just like he looked. You know, even Richard Jewell passed away. But that dude who played him in the movie is the spitting image of who Richard Jewell was. Amazing. He was really good. Yep. Yeah. So I was like, wow. Because I, I honestly – because, see, when that happened, I then – well, <laughs> I'm gone. It may, it sounds like I go to Europe all the time, but right after that happened in '96, <laughs> I went to Europe. I was in London. Not uh, snobby at all, brother. Not no, snobby not, at all. No, nope. exactly. Like totally, like down to earth, very <laughs> middle of America. Middle America. That's right. No, honestly. So I go to Europe for like right after the Atlanta Olympics happens. I go to Europe for like six months, and I come back. Well, the well, the actually a, a side note was. I was in the States. I go to Europe, and the Spice Girls' Wannabe is like the biggest song ever. And then I come back to the States, and it's still the biggest song ever. <laughs> so I got like two years of the Spice Girls. Anyway, so I went to Europe right when the Richard Jewell thing happened, and then I never knew the outcome. So I swear to God, I must have been, I must have missed that year of my life because I, I could have sworn he actually was guilty. Mm. Like, that's all I remembered. It was, like, so sad what they did to him. I mean, yeah, really and, and he cleared house because he sued them all. The NBC, you know, thank goodness for that lawyer that backed him because nobody else believed him. Like, it was bittersweet because, I mean, he still was, like, a loser who lived with his mom. Not, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no yeah. offense to our audience. No trips to Europe <laughs> for him, Gray. Well done, Gray. <laughs> You want to start talking politics? You're out of your way right here. I see listeners out there. Uh, oh, I can't. I can't. Uh, 
he he does that a lot. Great, just ignore that. Guy. Oh my! Joe, Joe's got a good laugh. Joe, you want to hang out sometime? I know. You like six months. You're killing so, me, man! You're killing me. Yeah, I uh, so and then we saw Little Women, which was really bad. I, oh. I don't know, like. My wife was like, you don't know the story? I was like, no, I don't, I don't know no feminist. Yeah, I'm not watching that. This. Little women, I don't know this. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. I mean, it's such an awful movie. Um, and that is actually a sequel to Little Woman. No, it's not. <laughs> I can't. Oh, I can't. <laughs> All right, so uh, no recommendations, I guess. We can move on. No, 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 no. So the best uh, sequels are God. I would say Godfather, Empire Strikes Back. Those were. Uh, yeah. I also really, you know, I, I, I was saying before because I was. I don't really watch action movies, but uh, Indiana Jones was great. Ah, I think the yes. sequels and everything, like really yeah. good. Yeah, food. Joe I, brought that one up. Yeah, Temple. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I didn't see it on the list there, so that's why I brought it up. But are yeah, you Oh, oh, okay. Oh, my bad. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> what, what we do, what we do on the show, Gray, is I, I come up with the list, and then Joe tells me they're all wrong. Best home run hitters of all time. Joe's yeah. like, how about Babe Ruth? I'm like, I didn't have him. Yeah, no. <laughs> he wasn't there. I don't know. I forgot. Yeah. Him. <laughs> it's terrible list. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> why, are you even, why do you even bother? It's like you told me to do this. Oh, it's true. Like fantasy rankings. You know, oh, like one through ten. He's like, you know, Joe's like, right? What about Acuna? <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? I don't have him. Oh, I forgot. Uh, terrible. It's a post-produced show, Greg. That's the way it looks. Did you see that Saved by the Bell and Punky Brewster are both coming back on mm. NBC? Oh, no, I didn't. Is, uh, Pun did Punky Brewster get out of the refrigerator? I, I feel like that was no, that wasn't her. Oh, the series didn't end with her trapped in a refrigerator. Oh, you're right. I think it did. Something that's, like that happened. That's uh, very good, by the way. That's they, a good call. Yeah, yeah. that's a very good no, call. It was very emotional. I, for like five years, I was worried I was going to get trapped in a refrigerator or something. Mm, yep. I was like, oh, my God, can you get trapped in a microwave? What is with <laughs> appliances in this house? Open them all. Don't close any. I'm scared. Do you think, you think Alf holds up today? Alf? Oh yeah, what a great show! I, you know, anything really with furry aliens, I think yeah, holds up. Good point. Um, That's a good point. Fraggle Rock <laughs> holds up. Wow, uh, he Fraggle Rocked <laughs> us! Wow, That's impressive. That's Land of the Lost. Yep, very uh, impressive. Any eighties nonsense really mm. holds up well. Good okay. point. Let, let's. Uh, it's old as uh, new again. Alf yeah. was really no. Alf was a great show. What was a uh, Wait till they get a load of me? What was his catchphrase? I forgot. Wait till they get a load of me. <laughs> That's right. Is that the Joker? <laughs> the Joker. I don't know. Same show. Uh, close enough. We just Thanks. saw the Joker recently. That was actually really that good. That was good. I'm surprised yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I'm not really usually a uh, Marvel person, but I... Uh, what uplifting. person are you? We have still uplifting. yet to establish that. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I, I like... I don't know. Very I mean, motivational, I like... that movie. <laughs> Literally, what have you been doing for the past month? I, have you been doing nothing. I mean, I made some tomato sauce the other day. I haven't done anything wow. really. Parsnips. No, I know parsnips, right? Exactly. <laughs> don't give me the parsnips again, please. No, I don't want parsnips. Oh. All right, so so every week we check in and we ask you about what do you think is going to happen with baseball. You have a lot of subscribers and people that are asking. Uh, have we changed at all from last week to this week? I think last week no. we were, it was before we heard about Florida and Arizona being a possibility. Now we have that as a possibility. 
players yesterday. Gray came out and said, uh, not players, excuse me, the Athletic mm-hmm. reported yesterday that the players, uh, basically their agreement with the owners was to get paid in full only with the idea that fans would be in the stands. Now the owners are saying that basically back to the players. So if they are going to play a season, they're going to have to like do an almost whole negotiation again if there are no fans in the stands. I mean, I don't know if that really means anything for fantasy, but that's just kind of the update there. Yeah, no, I would actually probably feel like exactly the same as last week where nothing's really changed. I, I, think, I think so. A lot of, yeah, what were you going to say? I think so, but I do think there's going to I, – I feel strongly that they're going to play. Mm. Yeah. I feel, I feel they're going to play. I think that yeah. I, there's too much discussion for them not to play at this point. No, I don't know what it's going to look I, like. but Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I felt the same way ever since, like, they delayed the season. And I think it's not going to necessarily uh, – like, we don't know what it's necessarily going to look like yet. My uh, gut feeling is saying July 4th, 100-game season, something in that range. But we don't know what it's going to be. But there's going to be – I feel like there's going to be baseball. There's not going to be fans. I don't know if there's going to be fans – Oh, you know what actually is an interesting uh, thought experiment? Like, baseball, like, MLB has a reason to exist because of TV revenue, and, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of mouths to feed. But do you play the minor league season at all? I don't think so. Right? I mean, so there's yeah. no minor league season. So does that mean, like, guys that are on the cusp are up in the majors then to start the season? Or I, I think there's a yeah, development. Yeah, there's a discussion about a reserve list that they would have mm. where each team would potentially have five to ten players right. that they would bring with them that would work out with the team, that would get paid as minor leaguers, that would be with the team, but only could be used in the case where they call somebody up and down or injuries. And then that five to ten list, when I heard that, you know, the question that I asked back, wait, what happens if somebody has ten injuries? <laughs> like, what if this is the Yankees of last year, right? Yep. Like, that's right. not going to be enough, so... I mean, it, maybe maybe it's a reserve list with the idea that they can even go even deeper than that if they need to, Gray, by bringing somebody else in. Look, I, I, it's a great question. I, I don't I don't have an answer to it. No, exactly. Like, and then that for fantasy. So does that mean guys like you know Mackenzie Gore, Monty Harrison, uh, Matt Manning, Casey Mize? Are these guys then suddenly are they more interesting for fantasy because there's a better chance that they're on the roster, or are they actually you know not on the roster because people don't want to start their service time. I would get I would guess if I thought it through that all of the pitchers if they had a reserve list and the pitchers were on it, it would make them more valuable. Mm. But any young pitcher who was not on some sort of reserve list for the majors, if they were not on that list, Gray, I would not draft at all in fantasy because that would essentially mean I don't think you're bringing in a reserve pitcher to just start throwing in a game. Like, there would have to be some sort of spring training for them or something. Right. So that is even then suddenly, like, your uh, minor league roster, whoever whatever players are brought onto that reserve list, those players are suddenly, like, so much more valuable in fantasy because they have an actual, they have a legit shot of making, of, of getting real playing time if there's an injury or if, you know, for whatever reason they play. But a guy who doesn't make that reserve list suddenly is, that's like at the end of August in a regular season when the rosters expand and someone doesn't get the call to come up. It's like that guy is totally useless. Like, yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah like, that's, it feels that's like that. Picture for a, uh, you know, for like a July 1st, if the, if it is like July 1st, which I've been saying, if it is a July 1st cutoff, that is a major moment 
as big as like a trading deadline or anything for like fantasy leagues. That's good. Yeah, yeah, they would probably have to designate players. And if they did, and you know, let's use five or ten as the example, because I don't think that they're going to let every major league team designate thirty players to have them work out with them in Arizona and Florida unless they're all in their individual facilities. And by the way, right. if they were Greg. And they were all at their individual facilities in Florida and Arizona. They could have their whole minor league systems there and pay them all because they're all that's what they do during the minor leagues. They have them all in at their spring training camp. So every team could have their triple A, double A team without a doubt. In just in the back, getting ready and, and playing against each other and having scrimmages, even if there is no season. But if all of the teams are in Arizona, the major league teams, the minor league season's done. I mean that's it. Like it's a reserve list of ten guys. And in fantasy, yeah, if 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 you draft a guy that's on that reserve list, you got a much better shot of that guy playing than not having a clue going into the fantasy season. I think that's a total point. Yeah, yeah, no. The guys are going over. So what about China, going to Asia, Taiwan, Korea, anything along those lines? Some of these uh, guys, I mean, what's the option if you're not going to be reserved? Minor right? leaguers, yeah, they're under, you know, Joe, they're under contract with their major league teams technically. So right. uh, maybe maybe you they have an than exemption. playing than not playing, though? You no, know? I agree. I agree. Well, I'll tell you what, we'll dive into that next week. Great. Thanks again for uh, for coming I, on the show. I had a question, though. Yeah, go Okay, real quick. Do you think there's going to be a football season? Because baseball, you're not really touching each other. But football, you think there's going to be a football yes. season? Yes. Yeah. I think we, we, uh, Joe and I both do. Um, uh, the NFL, we talked about this earlier in the show, Gray, uh, less than 20% of their overall revenue that they make is yep. based on fans being at the game. That makes so sense. They're, they're playing games with nobody there, and they don't care. Yeah. I, that, that's going to happen. College is another story. They make all their money from the kids right. being there. But the NFL is going to play. I think that we would agree on that. Makes sense. All right, we'll talk next week. All right, great. Thanks for coming on the show. And that'll do it for Appreciate our show. It. Thanks to everybody who watched, everybody who tuned in for sure. For my co-host Joe Ranieri, I'm Craig Mish right here on Sports Grid. We'll talk to you again soon. Have a great day, everybody. See ya. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com.